Why is it that some people seem to have all the time in the world to do the things that they want to do, while others struggle with zero time or freedom to truly have a life? Welcome to The Unshackled Life with Aaron Young and Michelle Pearson Young. They're here to help you take your time back and start thinking about how to work smarter and have more fun. Now here are your hosts, Aaron Scott Young and Michelle Pearson Young. Good afternoon and welcome to the Unshackled Life. Here we are. It's a beautiful, okay, it's a freezing freezing Monday. It's freezing and... Uh, it snowed again this morning. It snowed again this morning. It's and it's on snowing all the time. And I'm going to be honest, um, you know, we, we talked about, the, well, our theme today is talking about the realities of unshackled living. Like, we want to get real. We want to talk about, you know, what life is really like because it's always not everything is sunshine and roses. And I think, I think both of us, we've been home for a week. We went on our grand adventure been home for a week. And I, th- I think we a week tomorrow. both have jet lag still a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it was, I don't know why either, you know, I mean, it was eight, I do, it's eight time zones. Yeah. It's eight time zones. It is eight time zones. I read once that like one day per time zone is like your, well, then we should be feeling better soon. Yeah. I was, believe it. We actually, we flew home on Tuesday, right? Oh, we did, didn't we? We did. Last Monday, we were, um, we we're like at the borough markets. We were at Selfridges. We're shopping. We were out shopping. Yep. So we had a great time in, in England, a great time in New York. And uh, I mean, and, and when Michelle says that we're trying to f- talk about the difference between, or this, the realities of living an unshackled life, I mean. Versus first, the myth. Okay, so here's, first of all, part of the reality is this. So because of the life that we have lived and designed, um, we're able to go out. And, and also a little bit about the time in our life because our kids are grown up, right? That's Oh, absolutely. That's a big part oh, of it. heck yeah. But because of the kind of work both Michelle and I do with her, her coaching business and with uh, Laughlin and with Unshackled Owner and so on, um, we so there were two opportunities to speak. One of them was in Newark, New Jersey, on um, on a Saturday, and the other one was in London, England, the following uh, Friday, Friday. 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 Yeah, or one was Friday, the other was Saturday. I can't remember, but they were about a week apart. And and in the middle of that was our thirty first wedding anniversary. Happy anniversary! Woo! And so we decided to. Um, just go on a longer trip. So we went for about two weeks. The whole trip was just, yeah, just, just under two weeks. Just under two weeks. And really the work that had to get done was I had to give these two talks. That was really the only work, right? Right. Now I don't did you do any coaching from I, there? I did zero percent coaching. Okay. And that's kind of I, I wanted to talk a little bit about that as well. All right. So basically, um all we all we I mean, all that had to be done work wise over the course of about two weeks was um, give these two talks. So, and, you know, and schmooze around, be around, but there was maybe maybe a, a two full days of work that had to be done. For you. For me, and, and really none for you. No, I straight up played for <clears throat> two weeks. Okay, so the idea is that you can mix fun in with work, and you can, you can, you know, to become truly unshackled, your business stuff can operate even when you're not there. And that gives you um, the sort of the freedom to go out and bop around. Now, and in my case, 
I had to give a couple of talks. In Michelle's case, she just was able to reschedule your coaching clients. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so the reason... So, yeah, let's so talk as, about as it. we talked about what we were going to talk about today is we were making our plan. What, what I kept thinking about was... Um, Honestly, I honestly, what I was thinking about was we kind of look like jerks sometimes. Ooh, I, really? I well, okay. I worry. Let's let's unpack that one. I, <laughs> well, hi, Michelle. Because I never, I never felt like a jerk. I okay. felt like an. Like All I, right, I will say it more accurately. Let's say, let's say. I worry that we look like jerks sometimes. To whom? To our people. Okay, but <laughs> to, like our kids or to our clients? Um, or well, to, to our clients. When we're, like when we're doing the Unshackled Life show and we're like, hey, this is how you can have an Unshackled Life. And then we're like, hey, look what we get to do. We get to do all these cool things. And the reason that I wanted to, to talk about this today, wanted to talk about what a real Unshackled Life looks like and talk about the realities of it is that um, that it's not, uh, not everything is golden. Not everything mm. is golden and it's good, but there, but there's contrast in life, right? There's, All right. Good. There's, so there's good and there's bad. One of the things that was stuck, struck me was that, um, this trip and I'll say it the way that makes me worried the way, <laughs> the way when I worry about like people going, Oh wow. She really thinks she's all that is that. Well, hold I, on. Let's I went, ask this. Do you think you're all that? I'm pretty awesome. You are awesome, but you, but I never I never noticed you walk around going, "Oh, I got it all figured out." I yeah, because I don't. No, I I so but but I don't want to ever give off that energy that I'm like, "Oh, I've got it all figured out," and and everything is perfect because everything is life, and okay. life life is golden and beautiful, but there's a reality to it. So so the 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 thing that I worry about projecting okay. is that I have this like elegant, beautiful, awesome, cool, perfect husband, which I kind of feel like I do. And then, and <laughs> of let's course. talk a little bit more about let's, that, shall we? There's no reason to back away from that one. There's no, I think <laughs> I just fully embrace that. Okay. <laughs> All right. So there's that. And then a. we get to fly to New York and yeah, he had to work, but that didn't mean that I couldn't go into the city and go to... Uh, we spent a couple of well, we, we spent went, one day, we two saw, days. Went to a museum. We went and saw Hamilton. We had a great time. Yeah, we had a really super fun time, and I got fifth to go, row, fifth row, center seat. I got to go into the city great and night. meet with a friend of ours and go to a museum, and yep, yep. and we had this awesome time in in London. I mean, yep. in New York, and then we flew to London, and um, we got to play for days, and we got to go to super fun restaurants and, um, yeah. and you had a couple of days of work. So I like was like a total, but even those work days were, were not hard and um, they weren't hard for you. Cause and you're you, like a you social beast. I like being social. And then because you went around the city and you went on a walking tour. I'm and, like a subway ninja. You're really good at the subway. Though. I don't think I took a wrong subway more than one time. Good. So there's, there's that. Anyway, so, and it sounds all luxurious and perfect. And it was awesome. I'm not going to complain about it at all. And then there's the reality to it as well. There's okay. the, there's the years that you've put into your business. There's yeah. the part where honestly, I took too much time off work. I, any, I mean, it didn't work well for me. I, my clients are awesome and they're strong and brilliant and they do just fine. But for me, I got out of the groove. I felt uneasy. And and so when when we talk about the reality, there's still work involved. There's still I wasn't feeling well for a for a portion of the trip. You're I was saying there's. Sick. Well, and, and so I just wanted to talk about what that really looks like because I really, it's really important to have a part of the conversation, a part of the personal de development conversation that's like based in, hey, it's not all going to feel perfect every minute. Well, okay. 
Well, let's talk. Do you about, disagree? Do you disagree no, with? No, no, I don't. I don't disagree with your premise at all. But let me just let me just say this: the um, there's a so you didn't feel good for part of the trip. I was sick for part of the trip. Right, and it was something that was um, you you know it was a bummer that you weren't feeling good for part right. of the trip. Okay. Um, however, yeah. mm-hmm. and the idea of being unshackled means that you could just do whatever you needed to do while you weren't feeling well yes. because you didn't have to show up for work because you didn't have to punch well, in at there some was, job. There was also the moment. You didn't I'm have so, to tolerate a bunch of other people when you didn't feel good. You I could went, just lay I went back. out one day and I, I was going to some markets and, and I was out and about and I was looking at And the cabs were expensive. We spent a lot of money on taxis in London. We, and, uh, um, we did. And so I was out. But when I went out by myself, most of the time I just I took the subway because the subway system is super easy in London. And, and we had there was a subway uh, station right around the corner from our flat. Ladbroke Grove. Station. Ladbroke Grove Station. In Notting Hill. Which was closed over the weekend, and it was actually closed when I started not feeling well. And so being unshackled was I was looking at it, and it would take me, I think it was like 55 minutes to get home on, and I wasn't feeling very well, versus on, on the subway with a couple of stops. I mean, the tube. Change, changing versus trains on the in tube cab. versus just sitting my butt down in a cab. And yeah. being unshackled was that I was like, nope, going to take a cab back to the house. Yeah. Of course. That's unshackled. But but my point is... I almost always take the cabs. I know, because you're not I'm more a, of a tube ninja. I like the tube. The tube is awesome, but... Um, but sometimes... Sometimes it's just easier to jump in a cab and get where you want to go. Right. Yep. Yeah. By the way, that's one thing I want you guys to learn, is that um, sometimes the cheapest way isn't the most cost-effective way. Sometimes having more time to yes. do what needs to be done is way more valuable and saving a few bucks. I was actually talking to a woman yesterday yeah. um, when we were out and about and that she was talking about getting her groceries at the cheapest, cheapest, cheapest price. And she was like talking, she, she used potatoes, ironically, as the example. She's like, potatoes are 75 cents a pound at the grocery store, but if you buy them in like ginormous bulk, they're 38 cents a pound, but it takes me like hours to be able to call my friends and see who else wants to go in in this like 100 pound bag of potatoes. And mm-hmm. I was like, how much is it really costing you? Yeah, time-wise. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, she's utterly shackled to this this concept that by getting it cheaper she, and invest. But, well, I'll, maybe not. Because if she doesn't have money but she has time, then it's better to do yeah. it that way. Also, if she finds pleasure Here's the, in saving money. Yeah. The, the, the first issue you have to understand is um, when you say unshackled, there is no single definition to what that means. Yes. The idea That's is what I wanted to talk about today. how do you get to have the life you want to have um, how can you, to the greatest possible point, get to a position where you have control over your time and resources? Yes. Or your and resources, including so time. You've, okay, so let's talk about you. You've put in decades mm-hmm. of work to your businesses. Yep. And you find yourself, we actually had that conversation about my business versus your business. My business is baby, and your business is more mature, right? True. And we so we talked about the that, those differences. So here you are, um. And but there's been a good deal in, in good deal of investment mm-hmm. in that in you becoming unshackled. Oh yeah, and oh a tremendous investment. And um, part of being unshackled is you have to. Have, I mean, we have a payroll of you know over a quarter million dollars a month, way over a quarter million dollars a month actually that we have to meet. I mean, so you could think, oh, I would never want that responsibility. That sounds like so scary to me. And that may be true for some And it may be true. I mean, my dad always felt that way. 
My dad always said, I would never want to have these financial stresses that you've got to make sure that you've got the marketing and the sales and the people going on and somebody's keeping track of all this stuff. Some people don't want that and they, they don't have to have it. My guess is they're not going to be attracted to this program, though, if they're if they want to not have to think about it, just show up, do their thing, leave. They're not trying to have anything more than to get that paycheck. Um, so that, you know, they say, well, my trade off is I do the work to get the paycheck and then I have my weekends or, you know, my days so off or my evenings or whatever. The pivotal words that you just said were trade off. Okay. And so in my opinion, and I would love to hear your, your response to this, in my opinion, an unshackled life isn't about not having responsibilities. Um, it's not about, Heck it's no. not about dark days or imperfect travel, like going and not feeling well or or going and having to work part of the time or taking off the work and then feeling like you shouldn't have taken it off sure, the work. Sure, I mean, because I, I did have to... trade-offs, right? I did have to work for um, three days of the two weeks, mm-hmm. and that's a trade-off. How you struggled. <laughs> I really struggled. He did. He cried. He I really, would cry. And it was like, horrible. I, and, and then the yeah, work Yeah, and because his work... Um, I mean, I'm going to be work, honest. Yeah, the work, he is a social beast. The, the work man, days, they, people were coming up and saying, oh, I loved your talk. Oh, yeah. I and like the your, accolades. You've always struggled will you with sign, accolades. Will you sign this book for me, please? <laughs> Can I get a picture with you? It's a, it okay, is a seriously? burden. I'm telling you what. This I'm, is like this is worse than I'm a factory job. I'm throwing you under the bus. He, I, we'd talk like at the end of the day. He mostly wasn't available. We'd talk at the end of the day, and he'd be like, um, hey, let me just – I'd say, hey, how'd it go? And he would, he would be like, well, all these people love me so much, and this is how they say they love me, and this is what this person specifically said about loving me. <laughs> Well, that I guess you could interpret it that way, but no, that's true. That actually, that's a thing you, I do. People are very generous to me after our talk. So who doesn't love to be loved? I totally love it. All of you people that are watching, I, I want you to know when you come up and say to the speaker, Aaron, you're the man, Well, whether it's me or anybody, you come up and say, man, that was great. Or that was really cool. Or thanks for, I needed to hear that. Or can you kind of get a picture with you? It never, for me at least, it has never gotten old. No. No, I would, and um, verbal, like. Somebody was telling me today, a guy called me this morning, a good friend of mine, who was explaining to me how much money he's making from his YouTube channel. And that they've put in like five years of effort, but now they're throwing off all close to a million dollars in in new sales that are coming through their YouTube channel. For every for for their Yeah. For a year? Yeah, close to a million a year in new leads that are or wow. people that are turning into leads. That's awesome. Um, and he's like, because I was so burned out of going on the road. And he said, Aaron, you know, with all your content and, and you like the camera, you're not worried about any of that. You could just stay home and stay in your PJs most days and do it. And the thought, that's my business plan. But the thought actually came to me. I would hate that. I want, I like being out with the people. I like it. But anyway, anyway. Okay. So there, trade off was but our pivotal part, word. But part of the trade off is, you miss certain things. You miss birthday parties sometimes. You miss, you know, you miss um, the opportunity just to babysit your new granddaughter. You know, we. Oh, now you're breaking my little, heart, little, man. Little Hayden was. Um, we missed. You know, uh, she was only a month old, and we were there for the first couple weeks and gone for the second couple weeks, and she was like a different little girl. Um, uh, when we got back, and right. so that's a trade-off. There, there are trade-offs. Thank the Lord for face uh, FaceTime. Oh my gosh. Thank heavens for FaceTime. Should, because we, should we thank the Lord or should we thank we just Steve Jobs? Steve Jobs. Or whomever on his no, team. FaceTime. Oh yeah. Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs is Apple. 
Yeah. So I'm going to thank Steve up there in heaven. <laughs> Posthumously. Excuse me. When you say, thank God, you instead of saying thank thank, you say, excuse me, <laughs> Father, could you scoot over so I can talk to Steve Jobs, please, <laughs> up there in heaven? Or maybe Steve, never, never mind. <laughs> no, never no, mind. don't we go don't there. We don't know. No. We don't know. I was going to say Don't even be sacrilegious to that level. I was. You were right there. I was there. never going to do that. So the point is, it's about trade-offs. So, so I, I just really think it's an important part of the conversation to go to talk about what's behind being unshackled, and and specifically for me, talk about. I mean, well, it's for all of us. An unshackled life has a lot to do with um, an unshackled mentality. As oh well. yeah, you've got to get if, your, you got to get your head around it. If Keep you going. were if you're struggling in your relationships, if you're struggling with your health, if you're struggling with you know hating your career or financially, then you're not unshackled. No, no, because the whole idea of unshackled means you're getting to be the captain of your own ship. Yes, unshackled means if an opportunity comes along that you would love to pursue. You have the flexibility to do it. That doesn't mean that and you don't work. And sometimes it means mental flexibility, simply mental flexibility. I have clients sure. who have opportunities that pop up, and they don't feel available for those. They don't feel emotionally or financially or worthy. Wor worthiness is the biggest a, one. A worthiness, availability, and and they're shackled. They're shackled by that mentality. And I just I really feel like it's an important part of the conversation to discuss what what's the history behind it. You know, how, how did, how do you experience it as far as your history? How did you create it? And then we experience it as well, because it's not all gold. There's, there's a truth and a reality behind it. And that's an important part of the conversation. Yeah. It, it it's pretty much all gold, but it's, um, <laughs> <laughs> My gosh. but there, but there, it takes effort to get to the place to become unshackled. So I tell you what, we're going to go to a break. Let's do, we're going to come back in just a couple minutes. Um, we're going to talk about this some more. We would love it if you guys would, uh, if you're on Facebook Live, write questions in. Or if you want to give us a call, you'll hear the number come up here in just a minute. But this is uh, Aaron and Michelle Young on the Unshackled Life Show here on Voice America Radio Network. The Influencer Channel will be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Want to improve your health, business, and life just by listening to a radio show? Well, we can at least move you in the right direction. Listen for Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. Each week, Allison will speak with amazing guests and find out what's changed their lives and how they are changing the lives of others. From beauty to health to business and personal relationships, we're here to inspire you to live your life of passion. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to show Showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info 
at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Do you believe that being fit is difficult? Do you think it requires turning in your favorite comfort foods for boring chicken and broccoli and spending hours in a gym? It doesn't. Tune into Have It All with Devin Alexander. Devin and her guest experts will show you how you can have it all at any age, from relationships to money to thinking bigger than you've ever imagined. Devin will fast-track your goals to yummy reality. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are tuned into The Unshackled Life. To reach the show today, please call in to the program at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to Aaron at AaronScottYoung.com. Now, back to The Unshackled Life. Welcome back to The Unshackled Life with Aaron and Michelle Young. We're Woo! talking about the reality, the Michelle real Young, deal. Michelle the crowd goes wild. Okay. So we're we're talking about what Sorry. the reality of an unshackled life to be is. Here with you. Really? Yeah, true story. You woke up next to me. Are you still excited? I'm always happy to do this. It's no kidding. As a matter of fact, I just had this thought. Are you wait, am I going by myself or are you coming with me to California? You're going with me. But for a minute I was like all sad that I was leaving on Thursday and you weren't gonna go. No, I'm going with you. So because why? Because you're unshackled. Because I'm unshackled, that's She's right. Unshackled. So we are talking today. We are sharing and caring today. We're talking about the realities. <laughs> Shut caring. up. Just go with it. All right. Sh- We're talking about an unshackled life. And what I wanted to talk about was the reality of it. Not just the everything's golden and everything's perfect, but the fact that an unshackled life takes foundation, it takes dedication, and it takes a vision as well as trade-offs. We talked about trade-offs in the last segment. And, um, and we talked a little bit, so, okay, so let's do this. I, we talked a little bit about the fact that Aaron, he loves going on the road. He loves being public. I'm point, I'm look, I'm looking at the right camera. I'm looking at the right camera for those of you who are just listening. (laughs) Yeah. We do a Facebook live at the same time. We do a Facebook live. And the way our screen is set up right now, I I think Michelle's looking at the wrong camera. I wasn't. Okay. Okay. Felt awkward to me. But what were we saying? Move forward. Move on. So we were talking about an unshackled life, and we were talking about the contrast between what is an unshackled life for you and what's an unshackled life for me. Okay. I would rather be home more often. Yeah. I would rather I would rather go out on the road and interface with people and then come back to my studio and just be alone for some days. That's yep. not – you're way more social than I am. Yeah. I Well, I like being home too. I do. I, I love being home. But you're right. I do like being out with people – for me, though, unshackled means that for for just me personally um, means that I get to there's certain things I know I'm better at than other things. So I really enjoy public speaking. I really enjoy sitting down one on one with people. I, I started my career really in sales. Right. I was a sales right. guy. I was descri- I've, I've mostly always described myself as a salesperson. And 
<clears throat> because I loved all the human interaction. I loved the one-on-one conversations. I loved figuring out what people needed and help trying to help them get what they needed. So to me, that's always been a lot of fun. And now we've been able to amplify that. So for me, unshackled means we've organized the operating business side of our life to a place where we have great team in place to manage all that. So even though I'm chairman CEO, I rarely ever have to go to the office. I can go out and give these talks. So I'm still working on behalf of the company, but I'm but I'm but I'm doing exactly what I love. Yeah, I'm doing exactly what I love. And to me, that's what unshackled means. And it also means that if um, if something, unless I have a very specific commitment, like to show up and give a talk, right, or to be on the phone with somebody, and I don't I don't even do that many. Like I don't really do a lot of one on one client sort of stuff. I do a little bit of a little bit of um, I guess you could call it ca- coaching, but I'm not I don't I'm not I wouldn't classify something classify mentoring myself is better. Mentoring is you probably because I'm not regu- I'm not really a coach. I'm kind of a mentor. But um, but really and you were the same way. I and mean, we, we went off for almost two weeks, did all these fun things, went to two cities that we love, New York and, and London, um, ate at great restaurants, went to museums, saw Broadway shows. Uh, could sleep in if we felt like it. Did. Did. I mean, do whatever we want. I mean, right. all we had to do is, uh, is I had to show up at the, at the two events, which I enjoyed. I loved it. I loved doing both of them, both the Distress Morning Show and the Best You. And uh, really the Distress Show and the Best You Show. The Distressed and the Best. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought about that juxtaposition until just nice. now. Nice. But the point is, is that to me, for Aaron, that's being unshackled. So, okay. So the the contrast for a in farmer, between... maybe not going to an office building and being in a cubicle, right. but being able to be outside in the tractor or out with the animals or whatever, that would be unshackled. For for me, unshackled is that I have clients all over the world and yep. I get to coach them from my studio. That's, that's unshackled for me. I also stack. And you get to make your appointments. I, yeah. Well, I was going to say, I also stack my week so that, um, so that I'm doing the majority of my interfacing Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then planning business planning on Thursday. And on Friday, I try to take for painting. Right. So, so so you can, you can block your schedule in order to uh, feed your other interests, not just have to say from look from seven in the morning, I got to be out the door at seven. So I'm at work before eight. I'm going to work till five and then I'm going to take fight traffic till six, six thirty, And then I'm going to come home and try to squeeze in time with spouse, children, grandchildren, right. whatever. Right. So I get to, You've, I get to spend my energy and my time doing what I want to do. But the, but so the point is that we've done planning, we've done, we've made sacrifices, we've mm. done trade-offs to, in order to create this, this life that we love. And, and the point is that our life, what we just described was like our total blast isn't necessarily somebody else's. No, and as you say, it's taken years to be in a position. Now, I mean, part of those years were the kids growing up. That's right? reality. From, from your perspective. See, that's exactly what I wanted to talk about because it's not like <clears throat> we, it's not like for us, our decision to be gone for two weeks at a time would have been healthy for our kids. We would not have done that when our kids were little. Oh, to no. To just go, oh, no, you know, two, three times a year, no, we're going to be gone. No, instead I was gone. Weeks. Sometimes I would be gone. Right. I did, I've always, I think for most of our kids' lives, I've done a lot of traveling. Absolutely. But, um, but I, I didn't travel as much as I do now. 
when the kids were growing up. Right. And it was because it wasn't healthy. Because we have that flexibility to it now yeah. because we can go together. So, all right. So we asked for those of you who are joining us on Facebook Live and for those of you who didn't, one of our listeners, Leslie, says more her her unshackled life looks like, because that's the question that we're asking all of you to ask yourselves. What does your unshackled life look like? She writes, more of the right clients with a brilliant mindset of a winner. Now, I happen to know Leslie personally, and what I love about that answer is when she talks about a life she loves living, it's really, she's talking about her business. She's a passionate businesswoman. Okay. And so she's not saying, she's not saying, oh, you know, I just want more time off. My perfect, my, my unshackled life looks like um, more know, time on the beach. Yeah. More time on the beach. And that, that might be a part of it, but what she's looking at, she's like more of the right clients. And, and, and why? Because she loves doing her business. She, and she just, she just commented, yes, I am living my passion. Okay. And so, so my, my thinking is we were, we were talking about this thing is to talk about the realities of that. What are your trade-offs and what is it that you really love? It looks different for everybody. And it looks different for, we get along super well. We we have a nice- You and I? I feel like we do. I mean, I speak for myself. Oh, thank you. Do you speak for me? No. I, I adore you. So, okay. So, so we get along we're gonna really admit, well. Okay, the, we're going to admit it. What are we going to admit? We love each other. We're we're pretty tight. <laughs> so people, people, if you didn't know, we're, we're going to let the cat out of the bag. Right here, right we're, now. We're married. This. This is it. Yeah. We're having an affair. The point 31 is. 31 years. We're having a 31-year affair with each other. It's, it's, I'd like to continue if you don't mind. And it's still working. So, but the point is, I thought that sounded like it's still a lot of work is what that's. No, no, like. no. I'm saying you, this, you still got this whole thing going on here. But well, yeah, let's I, got, not, I got this going let's on. Let's not go, let's not go too much into the R-rated. The point is that even though we are so, so similar in so There's many ways. a whole different. Oh my hell, would you please let me finish my damn sentence? A whole sentence? different vision of shackled. Okay. Or, I, oh, oh, oh. I can't believe I went there. Sorry. No. Sorry, sorry. Even Just going to go ahead and muzzle that. Oh. Muzzle that. <laughs> And say, yeah, see, even, even A-Rod, our, A-Rod our producer's like, damn. Okay, what were you going to say? He didn't say No damn. cussing I on swear. the show. This is a PG show. I swear if I want. <laughs> okay, here's the point. Oh, my gosh, I forgot. Do you even remember what it was? No, damn it. Oh, no, I do now. Let's back off the language here. I won't. Oh, my goodness. You can't tell me what to do. Okay, that's true, and I wouldn't begin to try. The point is. Yes. The point is that it looks different for everyone. What looks the same is that you're going to make trade-offs. You're going to, you know, Aaron has said many times, um, sometimes to put your family first, you have to put them second. Mm -hmm. Sometimes to put your vision first, you have to put it second. So there are trade-offs. Explain that. That was an interesting comment, but tell me what you mean. (laughs) He's like, it's an interesting comment because I often make that comment. (laughs) No, no. The, The thing about sometimes if you want to really take care of your family, you have to put work first so right. you can make the money. That that but when you said to make your vision to, to go to bring your it vision, out your vision, you have to put it second. So what do you mean by that? What I mean by that is if you're looking at your life and you're going and you're saying, What I really would love is I'd love to work three days a week and have four days off with my family and friends. Um in order to actually live that vision, you're going to have to um, work the five days and put in the solid hours and yeah. trade and the trade-off. There's there are trade-offs that happen yeah. in order to create an unshackled life because life is life. I was just listening to a podcast 
And um, it was about a woman who who believed that as if you were righteous enough and pure enough and had the right kind of faith that everything would be perfect. And she ended up having incurable cancer. I was going to say, how'd that work out a for A young Jesus? woman. Right. <laughs> right. Well, that's the company. How'd that work thing. out for uh, any, of those, in, any of those people that ended up dying for that's their belief? A, but that's exactly the point. And the point is that it's not all beautiful. Not all of, I mean, in its entirety and philosophically, but every single one of us, those of us, those of you listening, those of you watching, we here in in Aaron's office, um, it's it's not always all perfect. It's not always all golden, and and there's a reality to that. So there are trade offs to everything. Yeah, well, like if there's, you want to work a, if you want to work a three if you want to have a three day weekend, right? Mm-hmm. Then you might have to work longer hours on the other days. Right. Or you have to figure, or you might, or ooh, or you ooh, put in the work, before. or you might have to charge more money, which is something that scares people to death because of. Because of um, we have this scarcity belief in our own mentality about our own right worthiness worth. issues. Yeah. Most people have worthiness. So issues. in order to make the money we need to make to just get by, that's the problem that we see. That's part of why we do the show is because a lot of times we meet people who are because they they don't have enough confidence in their own worth that they they live a much smaller life than they would have to live. If they could just believe in their own value, they're they're like I I'm not worthy, so I'm willing to live in this smaller plane. I'm willing to I'm willing pretty to live much, pretty much. If you if you're hating your life, it's because you're putting yourself in that plane. Now stuff happens. Oh my dark, gosh, dark things happen. Horrible it's, things it's happen. It's not like it's not like any bad thing that's ever happened to you is your fault. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying on a whole, if you consistently live negative relationships over and over again, if yeah, you, you keep bringing bad people into your life, you right, keep choosing bad, making bad career choices, right, or or using your money choices. unwisely or yeah. investment choices, then then there's the this uh, lack of worthiness that's happening there, and so there's there's a trade off, and you know I had my uh, my a uh, mentor say to me recently, um, he was asking me about, about trade-offs and I, he said, what are you worrying about? And I said, well, this is what I'm worrying. And he said, do you want to stop worrying? And I said, yes, I do. I absolutely do. And he said, well, what would you do? What would you do with your time if you weren't worrying? Yeah. Because oh, that's a, a good question. There's a trade-off that We're happens. We're freaking out all the time over what's going to maybe happen. Right. What else could you do with that, that What time? else could you do with that time? And what else could you do with that energy? So yeah. there's a there's a trade-off that happens. We have to be willing to trade-off. We have to be willing to be consistent. That's that's one thing I said at the beginning of the show. We I we I took two weeks off work, like one hundred percent. I took two weeks off, and it hit my consistency. I won't do that again for the foreseeable future. You mean it slowed it slowed down it your your slowed whole slowed down my like whole your, program. Yeah, like you your your leads kind of went off. Your follow up on things. People, my energy dropped. Oh, your energy. Actually, your own energy. My dropped. own personal energy. It wasn't dropped. just what was happening out so there. So consistency really matters. Consistency in in what we're doing. Um, your vision, knowing what you. So that's the question that we're asking. You know, we're talking about what your unshackled look, life looks like, what my unshackled looks like. But I'm asking all of our listeners. Yeah, we've only had one person write in. So. Your unshackled life look like. Yeah, what would what you would you have to have vision? It's really important. This show is called the Unshackled Life. So we do talk about a lot of. A lot of things around the topic, but the fact is, um, somebody wrote to me this morning and said, "Okay, I'm starting a new business. Um, what's the most important thing? What's the most important piece of advice you can give me for starting this new business?" I know he's going to be in the trucking business, and what I said to him was, "How do you define success?" 
get really clear on how you're going to define if you are successful in this business. Is it a monetary thing? Is it a, a time freedom thing? Is it a um, number of He's going to trucking. So is the number of trucks he owns, number of employees. Now, how do you how's he, how's he, how's he measuring it? And this is the biggest mistake I see people make all the time is they're busy being busy, but they're not busy working toward a specific outcome. Okay. So I just was listening to uh, a, an audio book okay. and it was talking about if you, and it's really, it's really cool because my coaching business is shifting as I'm learning more and more about the brain. Sure. And and the neurology of success is that if we spend, if you are like laying in your easy chair, just visualizing like you being in your best life and so you're you doing know, law of attraction. You're doing the law secret. Of, guess what? You're just event, you're just imagining it. You're just imagining it. What? You it actually lowers, it diminishes your drive to achieve it. Huh. You know what helps it? You visualize it. You you get that vision. That's what we're talking about right now. You get that vision, and then you imagine what difficulties you might bump up against. So you're so you imagine that okay. What I would what I would really love is I would love to in, to welcome six new clients into okay, my well, business. Here, let's use this one right here. So Crystal just wrote, "My, my unshackled life looks like homeschooling my kids while traveling." Creating amazing, she she does these um Super in, in cool. into concrete um, art. artistic, yeah. Yeah, so she says tra- homeschool my kids while traveling and creating amazing installations all over the map. Okay, so that's her. So now take what so you're saying and apply of, it to her. So if the law of attraction, if we only follow the law of attraction, Crystal, you would be laying back and imagining, you know, homeschooling. You you and your kids are in. Uh, North Dakota, looking at the sites in North Dakota, and um, and you're doing an amazing installation there, and you just lay in your easy chair and you're thinking about it. Right. So neurologically speaking, neuroscience says that that actually, if that's what you're doing, um, you are less likely to gain. You're less like likely to get up out of that chair and accomplish something. So if you imagine you're very specific, it looks like in six months I'm homeschooling my kids. We're in our travel trailer. We're in Florida. Uh, or or, uh, California doing an installation, and then you go, well, what problems might arise that that wouldn't be possible for me? And then making a list of how you would address those problems, that will inspire you to the very complex um, web of decisions you have to make for your success. Isn't that fascinating? Yeah, so basically what you do is you start working out how I'm going to overcome the things that were holding holding me back. See, knowing, it's contrast, right? Mm -hmm. Knowing that difficulties will arise. That's okay. part of the process. So we would love to hear more of these. If you're on Facebook Live, we'd, lo- we'd love to hear. Uh, we've had a couple people writing with great things. Um, we've got to go to a break. We'll be right back on the Unshackled Life show with Michelle Pearson Young, Aaron Scott Young, and Voice America Radio Network. Uh, we'll be back in about two minutes. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. If you're looking to grow your business, enjoy fascinating relationships, achieve your goals, and find hope in a seemingly hopeless world, you'll want to tune into Coffee with Christy. Host Christy Dryling and her incredible guests have a frank and open discussion every week. Think of it as a time to meet with your mentors, get the motivation you need, and remove the obstacles one hour at a time. 
Coffee with Christy is heard live every Monday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Influencers. Listen for In the Limelight with Clarissa Burt, international media celebrity, supermodel, and renowned beauty and lifestyle expert, as well as founder and CEO of Envelop Her, multimedia platform for women, and sought-after inspirational speaker on women's issues. You'll connect with Clarissa's super influencer celebrity friends and experts as they speak about health, wealth, beauty, lifestyle, business, the love of giving, and the love of living a model life. Tune in every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Hear the stories. Be motivated. Be inspired. Join us today. Voice America Influencers. You are tuned into The Unshackled Life. To reach the show today, please call in to the program at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to Aaron at AaronScottYoung.com. Now, back to The Unshackled Life. Welcome back to The Unshackled Life. We're here in uh, in Aaron's office, Aaron Scott Young, Michelle Pearson Young, and we're talking about an unshackled life. We're talking about we're talking about the realities of it because not everything that seems gold is. Um, but but I'm still not sure what you mean by that. The punch in the face thing. It well, comes but, back to the no, punch no, in the face. No, no. Okay, so here I'm going to suggest, and everybody, you know, feel free to to throw uh, old you know old heads of lettuce at me if you don't like this. If somebody <laughs> if somebody sees. Something that we're doing, like right now. Right here, we—I mean, we're, here we are doing this this little radio show on our Facebook Live. We're kind of flirting, and we, yeah, we joke around. We talk about, oh, we just got back from some other cool resort. We're so important. We live on a farm. Special. We have a beach house. Look at my new watch. Oh, we didn't talk about that. Sorry, I didn't mean to bring it up. Don't. But anyway, um, the uh, she got a new watch. Do you know, thirty-one years is your timepiece anniversary. And time I got piece. a new timepiece. And piece. she got a new timepiece. <clears throat> anyway, the point is, if people don't like it. If it bugs them for some reason, when we're being sincere, when we're being, we're being um, honest. I just want to make sure the intention is right. Well, if our intention, if our intention is wrong, then shame on us. But if we're being, if we're being honest, and somebody else doesn't like it, that seems to me to be a reflection of the fact that they're, they feel like they're not getting it, and they're sort of sick of seeing anybody else that does get it. Okay, and, and in my, from my perspective. Too bad. In, a, because in defense of Ashley's friend, she said she wanted to punch us. She in was the, adorable, the face, but in a good way. In a good. Oh, I wasn't mad at her friend. I'm saying that if people are pushing back against, if people want to find fault with those that are ha- are happy, all right, fair enough. The, those the, those are who are living a freer life. The, those that are getting to go do interesting things, right? Then I would say instead of being bitchy about what other people get, then <gasps> language, my friend. That's not swearing. That's a, that's actually that's sexist swearing. Instead of okay, instead of somebody being gripey about you're right, it was sexist swearing. I, I, know. I take it back. I completely take it back. I you know good call. That was good. Thank you for catching me on that. My pleasure. The point is, if somebody's Absolutely. gonna gonna gripe and moan about what other people are doing because they're having fun and they're getting to do cool stuff, then I say that they're just coveting, right? That's one of the seven deadly sins: is being covetous. Stop being covetous. Because go out and make your own life. Make, well, yeah, and it doesn't have to be the same life. It's it got to be the life that you love. Life. The life that you love. So we kind of began talking about this in the last segment. What we what we talked about. God, I never thought about bitchy being 
sexist before. Yeah, it is. Isn't I, it? Yeah, I'm really glad you told me that because that is. I know. I say it sometimes. Okay, guys, see, this is an educational show. Now, <laughs> like everybody that's logged in pretty much are women. So I, I got a big collective boo hiss when I said that, I'm no, sure. No, they but, all think you're but, super But my point is, is that I'm really, I'm glad I'm really, really glad that Michelle catches me on things like that because we do. I I know I have a tendency to do things uh, by habit. Well, or just by colloquialism, just the, the the way that an expression is typically made, but without thinking about where the expression came from. Actually, we have female dogs, and sometimes I'm like, yeah, I get where that comes from. Right, right, <laughs> but still, it's a female dog. Right. Yeah, so you're still making a sexist comment. It's true. All right, and maybe you guys are going, oh, my gosh, get over it. I know. No, I'm just going to say. I think it's worth the conversation. We, 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 have to, we have to catch ourselves with stuff like that. Absolutely. That's how we lift ourselves up. That's how we become better. We want to be we better. We start thinking on a higher plane. So, but what were so we talking this about? segment, Except for that I'm going to get you back on track. I shouldn't be using misogynistic swears. That's right. Okay. You can swear because we like swearing. Woo! I mean, at least I do. Big fan. Um, did you know that people are found, people who swear are found more um, physically attractive, so Seriously, that's a thing. That's why I think you're so hot. I know. That's why I swear. She's got a filthy mouth. <laughs> she's so beautiful. She's so <laughs> Michelle Young, she's so hot right now. She's so hot right she's now. She's so hot right now. Listen to her swear. <laughs> okay. So the point is that for this third segment, um, we, so we talked about, first of all, what our unchuckled lives look like and trying to shed some light on what that really is. I, you know, that, that there's work behind it, that there's not every single day is perfect, but beca- yeah. because there are trade-offs. But as, but as Judy says, we're going to curate our own life. Curate I think that's a very lives. good that's way of ex- saying it. That's exactly right. So we curate our own lives. We talked about vision. We talked about consistency. Um, and talking. Uh, one of the things I wanted to talk about was having the right team in place, too. Mm. So what does that mean for you? I want to know. Having the right team in place? Yeah. Oh, well. So. I mean, first you, of all, okay. Megan Cole. Well, well, but but let me talk about it in a more general sense. Because no. Megan's not available for anyone to hire. She works with me. <laughs> Let's just be clear. Megan but Barnaby, right? Here's the thing. First thing you do is you identify what you're great at and what you love to do. Well, you better just identify what you're great at because what you love to do, you may suck at. I mean, look, all you have to do is watch American Idol auditions. And you know, <laughs> there are people who love to do certain things who ought not be doing it. All right. Fair all enough. right. But once you understand what you're great at and where you're weak, it becomes easy then to say, okay, so if this is the part that I can manage, I, and I need to fill these other gaps with people who are equally or better qualified as as I am in my area. Then you start to fill the team. You start to build a team with people who augment your strengths with their strengths. They they um, are able to buoy up your weaknesses because they're so great. And, so and so, so one of the things. So when I was super overwhelmed with um, overseeing businesses and and call, uh, church jobs and uh, kids at home and you were off on your um, band camp or, or your prison, walk- prison, okay, prison. When you were in prison that one time, um, what, one of the things that you told me was, uh, I don't, you, I said, I don't know how to do this. And you said, I don't, you don't have to know how to do it all. You just need to have the best people in your corner. Yeah, well, that's right. That was because you were so worried about that. Well, there was a lot to be worried about. You had every reason to be freaking out, and um, yeah, but that was that was a pivotal. You've brought that moment up many times when I said you don't have to know everything. You have a great team of people. Well, there around was you. so there's in my mind, and and I don't know, maybe this resonates with our listeners, but in my mind, successful people knew know how to do all the things. 
If you're a successful person, then you, you must be all knowing. Then you, I seriously. No, most most leaders are not even remotely all knowing. They're mostly good at one thing. Right. So so having the right team in place, I think, is a really important part of having an unshackled life. And maybe your team is your partner, your your you know spouse or your life partner. Right. And, and looking, I mean, really looking at that person and going, what are their assets? What are they bringing? I don't have to be good at everything. No, this as a matter is fact, where they're good. If you, if you are trying to be great at everything, you, all you're doing is diluting your ability to be great at one thing. I mean, you need to have, a, I love the word that d- dilute, di- diluting yeah. is like diluting also. <laughs> yeah. Also, dil- you're you also are diluted. diluted. <laughs> um, but the point is, is that what I've learned is that you, if, what I'm really good at is I'm able to see a vision and sort of see the steps that it's going to take to get to the vision, but I'm not good at doing a lot of the work. I'm not particularly good at the marketing. I'm not good at the accounting. I'm rotten at the computer stuff. But, but what I'm good at is the part that a lot of people have a hard time with, which is the, the vision and holding people on a course to get to the outcome. And if you know what you're good at and you know where, you, where you're weak, what you suck at, then you'll fill your team full, full of people who are good at things that you're not good at. Most people are terrified to do that because they think that they'll become eclipsed by that super smart other person. So they think, oh, I'm going to, my, my position of authority is going to be eroded by having somebody else there who's smarter than me on certain topics. And, and they're going to start, so. it's just not true. Because especially if you're a natural born leader, People are always going to want to follow the leader as long as the leader's moving the army towards the towards the conquest, right? Right. Um, if you just say I'm the leader and you have to listen to what I say, even though everything I say is stupid, then pretty soon your army deserts you and you're a lone person there shouting at the wind. But but to become unshackled, uh, you just have to decide what's the outcome I want, what am I great at, and who else do I need around me to help take me to that place. Right. That's the whole idea, at least in business. But I think in family, too, no, look at how it's, it's been the same in, our, rules in, apply. Our, in our marriage. The same rules apply to all of it. So regardless of what your unshackled life looks like, it probably doesn't look like Aaron's because mine doesn't even look like Aaron's. Aaron's doesn't look like mine. Yours is going to be your own vision. Right. Uh, homeschooling your kids or having your kids in private school, whatever whatever that looks like, it's okay. It, it should look like that. It doesn't need to look like anybody else's. And then the other piece of it is uh, is um, really making sure that your team's solid. Mm-hmm. And maybe you, maybe what you really need on your team, and this is something abs- I invite every single person to evaluate, are the people on your team, are they willing to dream big with you? Mm. Are they are they willing and available? Or are they saying things like, well, you know what, you just, you just need to, you know, tone it back, rein it in. Not not dream so big or, you know, why why would you be able to do that? If, if, have you ever, I mean, I think we've all had the, the experience of going. Are you asking me them? For those of you, you said, listening. You said, or have you ever? For those of you listening, ask yourself this and I will ask you this. Ask me. Have you ever had the experience of going to somebody and saying, you know what I really want to do? And they, all they had to say was, no, you shouldn't do that. It's too dangerous. Go get a job. I mean, did they keep you, try to keep you down in order to keep you safe? Oh, that happens all the time. Yeah, that happens all the time. Um, anymore, I don't have very many people tell me that, but for years <laughs> I heard it a lot. I think now mostly because, um, well, honestly, because now mostly people are coming to me going, hey, I have a cool idea for you. 
So it's less about me going and trying to talk up people into my dream. I think to a, within a certain sphere, I've reached a level of uh, people believe I have competency enough that I can do stuff. Mm-hmm. So now it's more people bringing their ideas to me saying, here's what, you know, what do you think about this? Scene? And I have to be really careful to not, to not um, do that to, to not, them? to not give them a comment that's so uh, just rash that I end up hurting their dreams. Cause sometimes I'll go, that's not going to work. What you're saying is not, it's not going to happen. That's what I, and usually I would be right about that okay. by the way. But the, because I've seen it enough times, but instead what we got to go is say, okay, well, in order for that to happen, what let's, needs pro- to happen yeah, let's look at what that. needs to happen first and let's kind of prioritize. Okay. Those so as I was mentioning, I was listening to an audio book on the way here and it was talking about if you're just sitting back and you're imagining this brilliant life, you, it actually diminishes your interest in, um, in getting up and creating action. So the way to, to get where you're going is one, to have a vision, so visualize it, but then two, to imagine what the obstacles are. Yeah. Um, the vision needs to be, going back to that vision, it needs to be meaningful. Okay. So it can't just be, and then I'm driving a Rolls Royce or a Rolls, somebody's driving me around in a Rolls Royce. There needs to be like... Uh, I'm driving the Rolls Royce to my class reunion. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm just, well, I don't know. It needs there to be a to be, meaningful. Well, that might mean something to somebody. It might mean somebody, but anyway, but to it's somebody not, not to it's you. Not a lo- no, not to me. The point is that um, it needs to be something that is meaningful and then also achievable. So you, I've heard yeah. you give the analogy. I, you know, I can dream all day about being an NBA basketball player, but at 53 years old, Five foot eight, fifty three. I'm not ever going to play professional basketball. I don't know that I've ever seen you play basketball. I don't want to. Well, yeah. There's the other thing is you'd have to want to play basketball, <laughs> right? But, my but point it needs is, to be I achievable. To, I was trying to find something so ridiculous that the whole audience would go, "Yeah, duh. Of course you're never going to play basketball." Right. Exactly. And so, so it needs to be achievable as well. And then also, if I the, said I wanted to be an Olympic curler, they might go, "You know, you could probably do that." <laughs> I've seen you sweep the floor before, and you're really good at that. So, you know, you're pretty good at... You could be an Olympic curler, for sure. Slipping around on ice. And Did you see that the, the, the Soviet the, Union Olympic curlers was, like, a, like tested positive for doping? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I'm going to take, <laughs> take steroids so I can chase that rock down the ice. Okay. So you got who knows? But the U.S. won the gold anyway, so whatever. There you go. We win. Or silver? Silver really? and curling? Maybe silver know. and curling. It seems like Canada should win at curling. Anyway, the point is that, um, that living an unshackled life is, I think that's what the American dream is. I think that's what everybody's dream is, to be able to live a life that feels meaningful, that benefits others, that feels unshackled. And it starts... It starts in our mentality. It starts in trade-offs, consistency, and it, it starts in knowing what your vision is. And that vision gets to be whatever you want it is. But not every single day is going to be beautiful. There so are going to be ups and downs. So if it. people want to find out um, a little bit more about their vision, they could go to Michelle Young Coaching. Absolutely. And download your program, right? Um, 21 Days Life by Design. 21 Day Life Michelle by Design. MichelleYoungCoaching.com. I encourage you guys to do it. If you've never done it, it's free. It's a great program. And uh, if you're, you know, if you, if you want to work with somebody who can really help you get to your personal goals, I'm just going to give an endorsement to Michelle because her clients love her. She, they, they re-up with her over and over again. Um, she's, she's just a fantastic coach. And this is called The Unshackled Life. We decided to name the show The Unshackled Life um, kind of uh, in honor of, of um, 
a book that I'm working on right now called Unshackled and the, our, our class called The Unshackled Owner. I saw my buddy Marcos Jacober, who was one of the first people to be on that uh, in that class and who's doing really great things out there in uh, real estate and tax liens. Um, it's, it's great to work with you guys. We want to give you a lot of content here, but go back and look at michelleyoungcoaching.com. Look at aaronscottyoung.com. If we can help you specifically, if you, if you want to really start moving that needle, we would love to be able to help you. And I think we're out of time. Yeah. Let's wrap up. We'll see you next week on, well, The Unshackled Life. The Unshackled. Michelle Pearson Young and Aaron Scott Young. Yeah, here on the Voice America Radio Network. See you guys next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in this week to The Unshackled Life. Be sure to join the Unshackled owners, Aaron Scott Young and Michelle Pearson Young, again next Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have a great week.